Hello and welcome to Hamil Talk episode 7 with Emily and Hayden Hamilton. Hello, we're back. It's actually been a very difficult... I feel like we've been losing track of time, honestly. I, I don't... Yeah. With, I don't even know what day it is. I don't know what, like, is happening. It's... Every day runs together. Yeah, I, I, I feel like we are able to keep track a little better than... I don't know if you would say the average person, but I still work. Mm-hmm. you know day like normal it's almost like my schedule hasn't really changed since this whole pandemic social distancing thing but thinking of like some people that for teachers for example like my parents uh my mom that are teachers that don't work any they are out of work yeah they went from spring break into more break how do they even know what today is? yeah i don't know the, yeah. the only reason like if i were to be in that situation where I wasn't working and self-quarantining, whatever, I'm pretty sure the only way I would know what day it is, and that's only specific to this week, is because <laughs> I had a League of Legends tournament on Saturday <laughs> that I had the date for. And had that not happened, I have no idea. Yeah, it's crazy. Because, I mean, we both are lucky enough to still be working. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I mean, you can't do anything in the evenings. So it's just every day runs together. Like last, I remember last Friday, it didn't feel like Friday because it was the same day as Thursday. And it was the same, you know, it was like Saturday we were going to wake up and stay at home. (laughs) Like we were going to just chill out just like we have been all week. So it even feels different for me too. Like Fridays feel different because normally on a Friday at work, I am so an- antsy and ready to be gone, and Fridays haven't been really anything different for me. And I don't know why it is like that. It's just something it's weird. something with this whole coronavirus pandemic that's been driving us a little crazy. But, I mean, how what? so what has happened this week that has been a little... <laughs> <laughs> well, we, yeah, we have, we skipped a week. And I will just preface this by saying, like, we kind of, we want our podcast, like, we want to have something to talk about. We don't want to just make one to make one, just because we said we would do it every week, and Mm -hmm. we don't want to, like, create content that isn't there. So, like, last week, we just kind of skipped it, because we just really didn't have anything to say. And funny enough, last weekend was probably the craziest weekend we've had in a while, because <laughs> we <laughs> we drove to Cleveland mm-hmm. to spend time with less than ten people and family. So yeah, was that when was that when Kendall was in town, or was yeah, that just... it was when Kendall was in town. And so um, we were still following the regulations, but we were in Cleveland, and we drove Hayden's car to Cleveland. Yep. And his car is an old car. Two thousand three. It has some. It has some character. Yeah, it has some some stuff going on. And we know that, but we didn't really think it was that big of a deal. Anyway, mm-hmm. I leave the house to go 2.3 miles away to Starbucks because I'm an addict and it's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. And I was wanting it. So I went. Yeah, a very close drive. A 2.3 miles, not far at all. Like <clears throat> that's down the street. Yeah, especially compared to the 30 we had literally just driven. Right. Right. The car probably wasn't even cooled off from our drive, honestly. (laughs) And so 
I drive it to Starbucks alone and I'm in the drive-thru, one lane drive-thru where if I had to get out of the drive-thru line, I would break the entire car because I had to go over a curb and and the plants, the shrubbery, you know, I wouldn't have been good. It's not one of those drive-thrus that you could just, if you decide you're trapped. No, yeah, you are trapped, (laughs) trapped, trapped. So I'm in the drive-thru and I'm going on the curb and also keep in mind i worked at starbucks so i get it like i know how i know how it works you've worked for years yeah like i know how it works to be behind the counter i also know how it is to be in the drive-thru with like a bunch of cars and i know that it only takes about like one maybe two minutes to get someone out of there like it doesn't (laughs) make any sense and so i was there for 20 minutes before i had this situation happen (laughs) so i'm in the drive-thru i had already ordered i was driving i was doing the curve of the whatever the drive-thru lane yeah it was a turn little angle yeah and i was turning and i hear this weird noise because my window was down and i heard this weird noise and then i saw smoke coming out of hayden's hood and i'm like call hayden because i thought my naive as i was i was thinking Maybe this has happened to you before. Like, it's an old car. I don't know. Like, I didn't know if that was, like, detrimental, which it is. Right. Smoke um, <laughs> coming out of the hood. No matter and so what I call him and I'm is. like, hey, so have you ever had smoke come out of your hood? And he's like, uh, no. <laughs> and so I had about four more cars in front of me in the drive-thru lane. So I had to wait anxiously for three cars or four cars to go and then me and to and not knowing if i was gonna if my car would make it because i smoke was coming out of the car and it was a one lane drive through like it was so crazy stressful so i literally i'm sitting there in the drive through and i'm like lord get me home just get me home because i cannot be stuck on the side of the road that i'm going to be driving on the way home because it just would be terrible mm-hmm. and so nobody I, wants their car to break down right but this p- place would have been terrible if i you would have had to been, you'd have the door open, Fred Flintstone trying to walk Oh my your, gosh, walk yeah. The right, right. And so I luckily did make it to the driveway, mm. which was so amazing because every turn that I would make while I was driving home, smoke, more smoke would come out. Which, if this was me driving at this time, I would have stopped the car, would not have driven it and been like, hey, somebody come pick me up. My car is smoking. I don't want to hurt it anymore. But you were just committed to getting Well, you home. told me that you were like, just come home. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm just coming home. So, and by the time that I got to like, right before your dad's house, like there was no point. I might as well just keep going. Wait, isn't Starbucks right next to a NTB? Like a little auto service? <laughs> you literally could have just, I just realized. Oh my gosh. No, I think it's a, is it an NTB? It is an NTB. <gasps> You could have just literally. I don't think they were open. Wheeled Surely. it into. Surely, I would have seen it and been like, "Oh, there are people there. I could take this." I mean, are they closed on a Saturday? Don't think so. I'm an idiot. But well, honestly, it could. Anyway. Anyway, I didn't do that. Not smart enough to think <laughs> about that. So I get to the driveway and I was like parking, and I let off the gas a little bit to scoot up just a little bit more into my parking spot. And as I was doing that, the car just completely locked up, steering wheel locked up, wouldn't let me move, 
all the lights came on and just so much smoke came out of the hood so much smoke so i call hayden and i'm like hey you got to get out here you will not you will truly not believe what just happened <laughs> and so he comes out to like just all the smoke coming out of his hood and we pop the trunk or pop the hood and smoke smoke out. everywhere like a movie scene and there is a just a crack going all the way down the radiator mm-hmm. and so in the five minutes, I've probably driven Hayden's car about f- a total of five times. Like, I really have not driven your car that much. Yeah, and those times have been pretty, like, 10 miles, maybe. Or less, total, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> total. Like, total combined yeah, of like, all of your probably trips. all going to Starbucks, to yeah. be honest. And so, it just was unbelievable yeah. to me that that And happened. I've driven it tens of thousands of miles. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Since like, I've had it. Yeah, you drive it every single day. Mm-hmm. And the one time that I drive it 2.3 miles away to Starbucks, it completely breaks down and we have to pay a large amount of money to get it fixed. Yeah, and I got to make fun of Emily the whole time because yeah, because I get to make fun of how bad her driving is. Right. And <laughs> how she can't like, drive a car. Yeah, because like everything I touch just when, breaks. Yeah, when in reality, it probably would have happened to me had I driven it next. So. I know. I was honestly thankful because if we had waited, <sighs> if I hadn't gone to Starbucks... And we would have left would have at like 10 p.m. on the interstate. That would have been horrible. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you for taking yeah, that. You're welcome. The fall there. Yeah. My anxiety spiked to about 5 million that day. But <clears throat> yeah. And we so are. we were at, 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 after it happened, we were trying to figure out what the heck we were going to do because mm-hmm. my car just broke down. It is not drivable Mm-mm. at this point. And so luckily my dad lent me his truck so that we, we could drive home at least. And, um, we have, luckily we had an extra car at our house because Emily, she drives a newish Camry 2013, 2014, which she just recently upgraded from her old Nissan Altima, which was having some issues. And so figure because I was driving it. So of course it was having issues. I don't know if it was actually having issues or not, (laughs) if it was just Emily's driving, but we've just been so lazy to sell it. Yeah. Which is the problem, just to sell it so that we could get the money back to put into your car we have now. And so at the time, we were like, wow, we were lucky that we were lazy, you mm-hmm. know, that we didn't sell this car because at least I will have something to drive if this thing is done, if right. my car is done. Yeah. And so we go home and we try to start it up and we find out that the battery is dead. Mm-hmm. And so we had this... And I mean, at the time, we're like, of course. Right, I haven't course, driven in forever. Right, of course so. it's not going to start up, though. Right. You know, life oh, can't, of course. Life no, can't yeah. be that easy for us. We wouldn't us. just get into it and it start, of course. <laughs> so we have this, like, a battery, a car battery charger that you hook up with an extension cord and wheel it out to the car and plug it into the battery and it should charge it. And so I, <laughs> we get all that set up. I have the extension cord plugged in, coming out the door, plugged into the battery pack. I'm carrying it out with the little, <laughs> the clamps and everything. So optimistic. He's just ready yeah, to I'm get like, this okay, taken we're care just, of. Yeah, we're just going to hook it up, set it up. <laughs> it's going to charge all day and we'll fire it up. It'll be fine. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Sounds great. I pop the hood <laughs> and as I lift the hood up, there's just a gigantic <laughs> um, pile of leaves. Mm-hmm. And my initial thought was like, wow, that's how the heck did these leaves get here? 
Yeah, a lot of wind. And then I noticed <laughs> that the entire like roof of the hood, I guess, yeah, I was guess. like shredded. Uh, the leaves were piled up right on top of the battery, and there was like a, a hole on top of the pile of leaves. And I was like, oh, God, wait a minute. <laughs> this is a nest. And so I'm... So he runs inside, first of all. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm inside the house. He runs inside, and he said, you have to come out here. You will not believe what just happened. And I'm like, what? So I don't even think anything about it. I just think, like, maybe the battery's really dead. It's, like, corroded Ooh. or something. Like, I didn't mm -hmm. know. I'm thinking it's clean as a whistle under there. <laughs> and Hayden comes running in. So I go out there. Yeah, and I just show her this nest. I have. Luckily, we have this nasty old broom that I used to try to knock out the the nest because I didn't think there was anything in there. Right. Because I felt I feel like if I would have opened it, popped it open, made all that noise I was doing, whatever was in there would have left. Right. Or or would have made itself known that right, it was there. Right. Yeah. So I take the broom and I knock off the top of the nest. It's like really thick and hard. Whoever made it, it was very good. Yeah. It's like they were born to make it. Right, right. yeah. And right. so it's like they had instincts to do that. <laughs> so I knock it off and I see this tiny little, tiny little patch of fur. And Emily and I are the <laughs> biggest wimps. Babies. Babies. I can't even kill like a bug. In no, I kill the bugs. He yeah. cleans them up, but I have to kill the bugs. If I see one, like, yeah. he will not do it. Yeah, and when she kills a bug, like, let's say there's a little cricket on the ground, she'll whip her shoe off and whack it as hard <laughs> as she can 10 or 15 times. I mean, it only takes one little soft press to kill a bug, but she... I gotta make sure it's dead. Well, she destroys it, so my my job cleaning it up is a little difficult because <laughs> you have to get all the different legs yeah, that are I, everywhere. I gotta, like, wipe it up and pop it, so... <laughs> Just a little context on when we see a little patch of fur, like a little, the fur on the top of an animal, we both just shrieked and Ran threw, threw the broom up and both of us just <laughs> run inside as fast as we can so that we can. And we don't know what it is. This, I mean, there's yeah. no, we have no idea. Yeah. So we can escape All we saw this. was this tiny thing of fur. Yeah. And so we ran inside to gather our thoughts. We're like, oh, my God. Oh, God. What was that? How? What? And we're like, oh, my God, I saw fur. Well, actually, Emily wasn't there looking. She was safely hidden on like that. No, others. I just took Hayden's word for it yes. that there was fur. I didn't yeah. know for sure. She couldn't be close enough to actually see what it was because of how scared she was. And I'm, you know, a six foot broom length away <laughs> trying to shovel off the. And, you know. The little patch of fur we we saw, I'm thinking, oh my god, it's a groundhog, you know, right. like something. a ten pound rodent, and freaking out, thinking that it's something nasty. Right. And I gather myself. I call my dad for some emotional support, and he just basically laughs at me and tells me I have to be a man and take yeah. care of it. Well, and <laughs> he also brought. I was thinking like the whole time. I was kind of thinking, of course, it's going to be alive. But his dad was like, well, do you know if it's alive or dead? And it didn't even like occur to mm. me that it could be dead. Mm. And I can't. Well, I thought it was dead because it wasn't, it didn't move. Right. I mean, imagine if yeah. you're in a little hut like that and somebody rips your roof off. Right. Are yeah. you just going to sit there and not move a muscle? Maybe. I guess. But like, <laughs> I feel like a wild animal would definitely react to that. Yeah. So I was like, just, I mean, I had no idea what to do. Like I, my childhood if I were to have found something like that, I would have literally told my dad and I wouldn't have gone out. Like I wouldn't have helped him because mm 
I couldn't. I mean, obviously, I was like 10 feet away the entire time you were like dealing with it. Mm -hmm. But so I had no idea. I'm like, babe, I don't like I didn't even remember that we had gloves. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't know what we were going to use. I had no idea. Yeah, I Emily. It's funny because Emily had the whole thing on video. And I put video in quotations because although it was a video, you didn't see anything no, because of how far she was, was so standing far away. away from it. And I wouldn't get closer. Yeah. And it's boring, too, because I'm, like, being a wimp about it, too. Excuse me. And so, anyway, I'm after that conversation with my dad, I thought that this creature was dead, mm-hmm. you know, because it didn't move. And so, I'm thinking to myself, oh, it'll be easy-ish. I'm still creeped out. It's disgusting. I'm going to have to put a dead rodent in a bag like Uh yeah and so i get my gloves i got my broom i'm feeling a little better at this point and then i get close i take a little peek i see the little tiny patch of fur and i mean it's like maybe a quarter i can see through the leaves Mm -hmm. a quarter width and uh i just shovel a little bit of leaves off and i see it moving up and down like it's breathing yeah and so we have another episode, shrieking, running inside, have to gather <laughs> ourselves again. We're like, oh, it's alive, yeah, it's alive. Yeah, I scream, oh my God, it's breathing. And we just, we sprint into the house. And I mean, my heart is racing 200 beats a minute right. because of this freaking rodent in, under the hood. Gather our thoughts, go, go out there, start shoveling it away. And the absolute most anticlimactic thing ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, couldn't... The whole story has already happened. Like, the right. good part of the story has already yeah. happened we because... We <laughs> find a tiny little baby squirrel, which could be tremendously dangerous if this baby squirrel is alive and mama squirrel is near and wants to attack me mm-hmm. or has, like, rabies or something. But this squirrel was just dead asleep. Out. Dead. I was nudging it with this broom, being very gentle. I wasn't hurting it. I started, like, pushing it with my gloves on. And it barely peeked its eye open and then tried to burrow itself back into the pile (laughs) of leaves to go to sleep. I ended up mustering up the courage to actually pick it up. And it was just this cute little baby squirrel. And it hated me because I was waking it up. I dropped it a few feet off into the yard where it just laid there screeching. And Yeah, it was making this really awful sound. Yeah, and then mama squirrel comes mm-hmm. and she hears her baby crying and yeah i didn't notice it i heard like rustling in the leaves in our backyard but i didn't think anything of it but emily started screaming and said oh my god his mom is coming and well because it was running so fast that it made me feel like it was about to attack us for taking yeah. its baby's home away yeah and we shrieked screamed <laughs> ran, ran in the house <laughs> i mean that happened probably four or five times over the course of this yeah our sunday was like so it was so long and it that that portion only lasted for like it only lasted for like an hour but it feels like it lasted for the entire day mm-hmm. doesn't it mm-hmm. were you not exhausted i think we took it didn't even last an hour like, I it, know, it but... lasted like 10 to 15 minutes but it felt like an eternity because mm-hmm. of how big the shrieking the running in we got our exercise that day Uh uh-huh yeah my heart definitely got it reached the upper limits of (laughs) when you're in your workout pace yeah it's really working (laughs) my aerobic pace or whatever (laughs) oh my gosh yeah that's so that was really crazy Mm -hmm. all of this stuff happened within two days yeah 
luckily, well, just to, for some closure on the story, <laughs> we cleaned out the nest. Mama squirrel came, took baby squirrel, and they are gone. We haven't seen them since. So we were able to clean out the inside of her car. We ended up getting my car towed to a shop, getting the stuff that needed to be fixed. I'm driving it again. Everything is We still haven't fixed my car, but we'll get there. Yeah, fine and normal. Everything is is good. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and you also went to the doctor this week. Oh, I went to the doctor this week. And it is... It is coronavirus season, it apparently. It is season, yeah. It's flu season, coronavirus season. I went to the doctor not for the coronavirus, so I don't mm-hmm. have the coronavirus yet. Whoa, hopefully never. We've been very safe, very washing our hands. We have. We've been very good. Yeah. But um, I went and I walk into the... And I knew that it, it was a doctor's office. I knew it was going to be kind of strict or kind of crazy but i go through the this bottom entrance and my office is on the second floor so i go in and the elevators have just well f- the doors are just posted with tons of like warning warning if you're experiencing symptoms go to your car and call the front desk and all this stuff and it's just mm-hmm. like so crazy just i mean i get it because it's a doctor's office obviously they want to be careful but it was a lot to take in i wasn't really expecting it necessarily <laughs> So, because I feel like if you have enough common sense, you can know that you shouldn't go to the doctor if you have the coronavirus. You should call them beforehand and say, hey, I have the coronavirus, you know, or I think I have symptoms. Anyway, so the elevator was only for well, well only is what it said. So you could only take it if you were non-symptomatic. So I went, I took it, Mm. went up to the office. Wait, hold on. Imagine being symptomatic of coronavirus. Not being able, like having shortness of breath and not and being... And they're making you take the stairs? Yeah. Uh, well, well, both of there were two I elevators. I guess they sent you to the car, but still like... Yeah, because I don't... You'd have to take the stairs right. if you were sick, and that sucks. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> terrible. <laughs> you couldn't yeah, make they, it. Yeah, they would make it halfway and be like, okay, someone's going to come get me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I went upstairs, and there was this... There were these like signs everywhere i'm telling you everywhere every step i would take there was a different sign and a different thing on the floor of where to walk and, I'm and like, this isn't even a doctor you would go for for the if you had the coronavirus right so i go and i walk up to this table which is outside of my doctor's office like i haven't even walked in the door yet to sign in to say hey i'm here and the lady is whispering to me in hushed tones she's like so I'm just going to be taking your temperature. Well, didn't she like yell at you to not get close to the desk first? Well, yeah, because she wasn't there. And I was about to walk in because I was like, what is this table for? There's no one sitting here. Uh-huh. So obviously I'm going to walk in and sign in. Yeah. And then she comes out because someone else did that. And she was like, I'm sorry, that's my bad. But you need to stand over there as far away as possible. Six feet. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I wait for this lady to do her, this other woman's exam, like this little weird thing. So I walk up and she's like, I'm just going to be taking your temperature and I'm going to be asking you a series of questions. And I'm like, okay. So she asked me, you know, all of the symptoms of the coronavirus, all the symptoms of like the flu, things like that. And she gets to the, and I'm like, no, 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 I don't have any of these things. And she says, do you have seasonal or do you have allergies? That was her question. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I have seasonal allergies. Because if anyone is listening to this, they know that everything that they see is yellow right now. (laughs) I have my car is yellow. Right. I have allergies when pollen comes out, for sure. Like mm-hmm. sneezing and 
like runny nose sometimes like it's like congestion related Mm -hmm. and that's not the coronavirus i know that to be contagious nor is it contagious and so i tell her yes okay i say yes i have seasonal allergies i've I've been sneezing i didn't even admit to like runny nose or like (laughs) that i have an, an like a cough every now and again from my allergies which are so typical every single year and she's like she like gives me this weird look well first of all the very first question she asked me she goes have you been exposed and i'm like what what kind of a question is that how do you know you don't you literally do not know if you've been exposed or if it's possible for you to be exposed because unless you know someone directly related to you that you've been in contact with recently right and all i said was my answer was no and then i said well at least i hope not because don't i hope not yes i hope not it is a bad answer though okay i understand that (laughs) because she told me she looked at me and she stopped my (laughs) fever test like my taking my temperature and she was like is that what you're gonna stand on and i was like uh i was kidding and she was like i know but as you can tell this is not a joke and i was like (laughs) oh my gosh okay okay no i'm i've not been exposed that's good the answer i'm gonna stick with yes and then she asked me about the sneezing whatever wait i wonder if you would have said if you would have like stuck with i don't know do you think they would have actually tested you for coronavirus no i don't think so or what i think i know what they would have done because it still happened to me they (laughs) she, she said she goes through all these things and then she's like okay your temperature's great and I was like, great, thank you. And I start walking in. She goes, I'm going to ask you to take a mask. And I was like, okay, maybe they're just giving these to everybody. So I yeah. give the mask. She tells me how to put it on, exactly how to put it on and everything. So I <laughs> put it on, this stupid mask, which I'm thankful I have one now. Uh-huh. But she gives me the mask and I walk in and she goes, yes, please sit to the right because you have a mask on and tell your doctor that you have allergies and that you've been sneezing. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, everyone must be getting a mask because if, if they're giving me a mask for my seasonal allergies, this has got to be a joke. <laughs> so I walk in and not a single one of the 11 other people in the waiting room had a mask on <laughs> except for me. And I know that I'm not the only one that's been coughing. I mean, and everybody like, probably saw you walk in and was just like... <gasps> it's just the corona. Yeah, I literally... I'm like, I have literally been sneezing with my allergies. And these people all think that I am like in bad shape. Yeah. So I, I mean, and I have glasses on. They're fogging the whole time. That I go is... up and I'm like <laughs> signing in and I can't even see the lady that's asking me questions <laughs> because my, my glasses are so foggy because <laughs> I didn't really expect it to be that way. So I'm like, and I'm like trying to take off my glasses, but then I can't see her. It's like so terrible. <laughs> And so, yeah, that was my experience at the doctor. I mean, it all was fine. My doctor was like, you can take that off. I, I have seasonal allergies as well. And I'm like, thank you. Like, why don't you have a mask on, ma'am? I know. Seriously. She said they're being a little crazy out there. I'm like, oh I can gosh. tell. Yeah. So, with, I mean, did you even send on the sick side? You sat on the well side, didn't you? I, I forgot that she said that until afterwards when I walked out and there were a couple of people with masks on and they were sitting on the right side. And I was like... She told me to sit there, and I yeah. I literally didn't, so it probably looked like I was purposely. But I'm thankful that you didn't, because, I mean, I know I'm the like... right side, the sick side, you could potentially get, you could just get sick from being over there. Right. Because you weren't sick. Right. And they didn't correct me, so. Yeah. And so, yeah, with all this sick talk, though, 
it has me thinking of one time I got really sick when I was in high school. And so I used to love uh, potato soup. I love potato yeah. soup. Emily loves potato soup. She makes it all the time, and I n- never eat it. No. And uh, I mean, I can tolerate it Which I'm kind of grateful now. for, because then I can eat it all. Yeah, but I used to love it. And there's one specific time. It was over... Uh, no, it was some. It was in wrestling season. That's all I really remember. It was in November, I think. <clears throat> and I just had a bunch of uh, potato soup at my aunt's house. All the cousins were over. We were hanging out. We were in the basement playing Smash Bros. or something. And I got three bowls of potato soup. And but for each bowl, I wouldn't walk upstairs with my bowl and fill up a new fill it up. I would get a new bowl. And so I had three bowls of potato soup, mm. empty bowls. Mm-hmm. And after I finished them, I started feeling a little funny and was like, I just need to take a nap. <laughs> and so I laid down like right next to my bowls, my empty bowls, took a little nap, woke up a few minutes later, drenched in sweat. All the all of my cousins are still up playing games or whatever. And I just sit up, lean over right over the top of my empty bowls. And I'm sorry if you are eating. I threw up and refilled up. <laughs> no way. So much for three bowls. So much. I, they're overflowing, too. I don't know how it happened. but which, No way. Yeah, I got super sick, threw, threw it up. Got, and it just led into, I don't know exactly what it was. Is that like flu-like? Do you throw up when you get the flu? Yeah, you can. Well, I don't know what it was that I got, but it was Was it bad. food poisoning? I don't think so. I think that I think I was probably sick and that just... Did you only throw up the one time? I can't remember because for the next week it's just a blur on what I think I did throw up with the was happening with me because the only other thing I remember two other things from that week of me being terribly sick. Uh, One of them was when I took a shower. One you didn't vomit in my one shower. No, I didn't. Okay, but I felt like I was high on drugs because of how easily the soap flowed over my body. <laughs> it was a very like weird moment, moment which is you why were, like, I remember so it. just yeah, out of it. Yeah. And the only other part that I remember uh, was my dad giving me a suppository. No, I <laughs> And and I remember that because, you know, you should remember. Yeah, I don't think you would ever you forget have that. Your dad's finger up your butt. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, he uh, he lubed it up with the Vaseline. No and- way! <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> it was very easy for me to be relaxed for that because I was so dead exhausted that I I didn't oh. know what was happening. But I just remember that that happened. I cannot think. I cannot talk about that anymore. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so, long story short, I got super sick over a week, and I remember it actually being a great thing because you didn't have to wrestle well no i still had to wrestle but what made it great was that when i went back to wrestle i didn't have to cut nearly as much oh weight. yeah you had cut all the weight yeah. during your sickness <laughs> yeah and so for the rest of that season i like was underway every day before practice i didn't have to you know Stress kill out. myself yeah. and you know i just i continued to eat healthy and work out and i just had a very easy rest of the season in terms of weight cutting yeah. And so I was like super thankful. I was super thankful that I got sick, actually, which is weird. 
Yeah. When well, I, I mean, on it. yeah, I would be thankful for that too if I were you. Mm-hmm. I hated it in the time though. I got super sick. I was, this was recently, this was when I came back from Europe, my senior year of college, the summer after. I went to Europe with a school trip. There were like 40 of us. And we flew there. We flew into Scotland. And then we traveled all around. Like I had Dramamine Mm -hmm. because we took like some long bus rides and we traveled all the way through England and Scotland. And I was fine. Like, I was fine the whole time, pretty much. I would get, when I, I got almost sick one time, but I was pretty good the rest of the time. And then on the way back, we were driving, we were flying from London, I think. And so we're in London, and we board the plane, and we have to wait a super long time before they'll, before we Mm -hmm. get off the ground, whatever. And so we're sitting there and it is hot. The air conditioning had gone out. And the air conditioning was out the entire time, I will say. The entire time that we were on the plane. Well, and plane it was a air long... conditioning normally isn't even that great. Well, yeah, but I will say you can tell a difference. <laughs> you can tell a difference when it's there and when it's not. And um, I had a... I was in the middle out of three rows. I was in the middle of the, of the middle. <laughs> the middle of the middle row. Okay. And Hayden's sister's sitting next to me, and she, I'm like, Kendall, I need you to, like, tell me I'm going to be okay, because I'm not feeling okay. And it is hot, and I am flying, and I didn't take Dramamine, okay? Why didn't you take Dramamine? I think I did, like, midway through, but at that point, you know, it's like, And Emily's also, she can't take pills at all. Well, I can now. Well, yeah, you can now, but at I the couldn't time, then. No. you literally could not. No. And... The best part of the story, the most important part of the story, is that there was an infant child one row behind me to the right, and it was very upset that it was flying all the way from London to Atlanta, and so much so that it was barfing every five seconds. It would throw up, go to sleep, wake up, scream, throw up, go to sleep. I, I mean, it probably threw up. 15 times on the on the plane ride with no air conditioning for circulation oh so everyone in my area of the plane is smelling the smell every 15 minutes (laughs) and i mean it was atrocious it was terrible and so i held it together i did not vomit the entire plane ride Mm -hmm. and we were like pretty far back and so, you know how it takes forever for people to get off. And I will I'm... also, just a quick input. If you listened to our last episode, you know how terrible Emily is at motion with motion sickness. Yeah. So the fact that she held it together that entire was amazing. ride is bravo. Right. I'll thank give you. you a hand clap yes, thank you. And I'm like, I, I was sleeping most of the time to try to like not feel mm-hmm. sick. How long was the plane ride? A long time. <laughs> Many hours. Uh, it was through the night. Well, no, it wasn't. Anyway, anyway, um, I was sleeping and then while everybody was trying to get off, I was sitting down, like putting my head down, trying to like not think about anything, but that I wasn't going to throw up. Mm-hmm. So we're walking off and I, I mean, I get down the aisle, I'm passing by first class, I'm walking, walking, walking. And as soon as I pass the, the pilot mm-hmm. who's standing there saying goodbye to everybody, <laughs> as soon as I pass him, I'm on the like walkway to the airport (laughs) like Mm -hmm. 
the terribly carpeted area and i just vomit all over the like right after the pilot i mean he had to have heard me it was that close (laughs) and i'm vomiting and kendall was like oh no like because i had made it so far Uh i literally made it and like all my professors that were with me were like patting my back they're like you're gonna be okay everything's fine (laughs) and the best part was we had a three hour car ride back to tennessee after that and i'm like about to vomit getting my bags about to vomit going out to the bus and then luckily they had like a ca- a bed on the bus mm-hmm. and they let me sleep in it mm-hmm. which was really nice but i didn't get sick again good job but that was i mean it was terrible i made yeah. it so far i don't really have that many stories of me getting sick where i like actually get sick like that where you like threw up yeah i don't think of a lot like many times i've thrown up there was one time that i threw up i wasn't yeah this just i was in it was in wrestling season i had a big tournament coming up and because of this experience i can no longer eat pico de gallo is that what it's called (laughs) yeah um this is pretty short anticlimactic but i was uh so after wrestling practice had a little pico on a burrito that i got at moe's and I felt so terrible after I went home and was taking a bath. Not a shower. A bath? A bath. <laughs> and because I was so tired, one, I just got out of wrestling practice. So I'm weak. You wanted I'm to soak. Worn out. <laughs> but I was more so just something wasn't right. Yeah. You know. And so I'm laying in the bathtub and just in my exhaustion. No, you yeah, don't. I threw up on myself in the bathroom. <laughs> I was in the bathtub and I threw up on myself and I was so just dead, worn out, achy, tired. I sat there in it for a no. good minute before I got... realized what had happened. That there was Well, I knew what happened the second it happened. Well, yeah. But, but the th- thing I remember most about it was that when it came up, it tasted like Powerade and I liked it a little bit. Ew, you freak. I am a freak, I know. That is so gross. But because of that, I can't eat Pico anymore. But I wasn't really even planning to say that. I'm sorry if that grossed anybody out. It grossed me out. But, yeah, like, I... I, Very few times I actually got sick like that, I remember. Yeah. And one one time, I mean, when I was in seventh grade, I was in homeroom. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Loved homeroom. It was like the beginning of the day. You know, I just got to school. I'm sleepy, I'm tired, um, and 13, and I'm sitting there, and I just lay my head down, you know, for a few seconds. Uh, At this time in my school career, in my life, I didn't sleep in class very. I don't think really many middle schoolers really slept in class, and my teacher calls on me. She yells at me, and I thought, I just a spike of anxiety at the time. I was like, oh my God, goody two-shoes Hayden just got caught sleeping. I'm about to get in so much trouble. And I got so like scared and terrified. And my teacher says to me, Hayden, are you okay? Are you sick? And I don't know. See, I don't know why I have the knack of totally embarrassing myself. When you said, my, I have an uncle who lives in Hawaii. Right. He taught me how to play and the so, mongoose. So, yeah. I want everybody to take a second and guess what they think that I say. Um, 
So my teacher called on me. She said, "Hey, no, my God, are you okay? Uh, are you? Do you feel okay? Are you sick?" And that's like so nice of her. You can right. just be like, "Yeah, can I go to the clinic?" Yeah. But that also gives me, you know, some some what is it commendation that I'm a good student. Right. It was weird that I was. Yeah, she that noticed I had my that you looked down. different. Yeah. You know, Hayden doesn't do that. Right. He did it in high school, but he didn't do it in middle school. <laughs> he didn't sleep in class. Yeah. And so. I don't know. I guess it was because I was so scared and anxious that I had just got caught sleeping that when she asked me that, <laughs> I immediately started bawling, crying. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, you were uh, 13 years I'm old? I'm 13. I am a teenager, okay? I am two years from being able to drive with a, you know Perfect. what I mean? Yeah. Almost in high school. Yeah. Two years from being in high school. My teacher you start calls bawling, on me. crying. I start crying. Snot blows out of my <laughs> mouth. And I mean, you know, I guess I really sold it because I went you, home. Because immediately. I, yeah, I went home because she thought I was sick. And, and when she said that, I was like, yeah, I don't feel good. But I'm like crying. I'm like, I was because I was so scared that I was about to get in trouble. And everybody's looking at you like this guy. Yeah. Well, they all thought that something was wrong with me. Yeah, I, I guess. guess that's true. But I literally was just sleepy. Yeah, you were like, my stomach hurts a little. I just yeah. woke up. It's like, I don't want to watch Raider Connect. I don't want to watch the news, the school news. <laughs> the Pop-Tart um, didn't settle well this morning. Yeah, like... yeah so started bawling, crying, not because I was sick, not right. because I didn't feel good, but because... You were you had just gotten called on. Yeah. You called out. <laughs> I was oh. about to get a demerit for sleeping. <laughs> And you weren't. I was about to have to she pull was my literally card. Like, yeah, she are you was, okay? She was great. She was so nice. <laughs> and so I just played off the rest of the day because I needed I needed to hide my embarrassment. Played off the rest oh. of the day like I was sick. Went home and, I mean, probably played Halo on my Xbox 360 you were fine. for the rest of the day. you weren't sick. Yeah, was not sick whatsoever. I, like, in high school... Um, I used to get really, well, okay. So I moved when I was a junior, like right before my junior year of high school. So I was at a school freshman, sophomore year, moved to Mississippi, was at a different high school for junior and senior year. And I will say, um, I doubt anyone that I went to high school with in Mississippi is listening to this podcast. I have a few friends still from there. Mm -hmm. I have one, a friend still from there, <laughs> but like, I really hated it and I just didn't belong. It was one of those places where like nobody knew moves there. So like everybody's already friends and everybody's already mean. <laughs> so nobody wants to be my friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I only had a few friends. I mean, I kind of, I kind of made friends that, you know, you just have while you're at school and then you <clears throat> don't ever hang out with them. Yeah. I did that. But um, especially my June, well, no, both years. I would call my mom about every single day and ask her to check me out. And about every single day, she would check me out. Um, <laughs> it was either like it would alternate. And I mean this honestly, like you can ask my mom. Probably every other day she would check me out. If not in the morning, she would check me out in the afternoon. Like she really would. And if and on the alternating days, she would bring me Chick-fil-A to school for lunch. <laughs> because because I was just like so anxious and upset that I was there and like f I would like cry a lot about it because I just people were mean but yeah so I was checked out pretty much every and I was never sick I would tell my mom I was sick and she knew I wasn't sick but she was still checking me out anyway but mm -hmm. I got checked out a lot and when I was a kid and I would get checked out 
for being I, I don't even know if when I was a little kid if I was actually sick like my stomach hurt and I felt like I was gonna throw up or if it was just anxiety because <laughs> yeah. it's this literally the same feeling um but I would always like go home and watch the Food Network which was always super weird when you like feel like you're gonna throw up or you have thrown up but you still are watching the Food Network yeah, that that's like, like my thing that I do when I'm sick gross. watching cooking shows isn't that so weird yeah um yeah so I mean that's kind of how I've always been I always got checked out probably half the days that I was in Mississippi yeah I never had that luxury both of my parents worked so yeah if I had to if I had to call home sick my mom would have to get off work and come pick me up because my dad worked in Chattanooga <sighs> but yeah that's that's weird yeah I, I, I can't I was just happened to me. <laughs> thinking as I was saying my story this isn't really a sick story but it reminded me of another embarrassing time I had when I was a kid. And I was probably 11. Fifth grade. So are you 11? Yeah, you're grade? 11. Fifth grade, you know. You're potty trained in fifth grade, right? Uh, yeah, you are potty uh, trained in fifth grade. Right. So <laughs> You're potty trained for this, many years in fifth grade. This specific time, <laughs> uh, I, I played baseball. And I was pretty good at baseball, mainly because oh, I was... Oh my gosh. Yes. I was fast. And so I could just run the bases really quick. And I could steal really quick because I was one of the faster fifth graders. And so I was able to make it to all stars or all star team. I'm pretty sure purely because I could run quickly because they stuck me in right field, which, if you don't know what right field is, it's where you stick the worst player on your team <laughs> <laughs> during uh, Little League or whatever <laughs> because the ball never goes to right field. And, but I was fast. So anyways, this, this specific time I was up to bat, I had to go to the bathroom so bad, I had to pee. And I was like so nervous because I don't want to look like an idiot if I run to the bathroom and I'm late and every single person, the people that are in the field, all of my teammates, all the family in the stands, moms and dads, the ump, everybody is waiting for me. Mm -hmm. to finish peeing mm -hmm. and it would just be so embarrassing you know if i come back and everything is stopped for me right that would be I'm embarrassing you're right and so i'm like oh, i can hold it mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I can hold for it. sure and actually because you're in fifth grade you should be able I'll, to hold it i'll I be honest say. i actually wasn't thinking i can hold it i was thinking i have to pee so bad but i can't i can't go because that was not i can't option. hold it but i can't go and so, long story short, as I'm sitting on deck up next to bat, I I just pee myself. And I had my mom at the fence, and I'm, like, talking to her. I'm like, Mom, I got to go so bad. And as I'm, as I'm like, talking to her tell, about she watches my face, and she sees the moment that I that pee my pants. And it wasn't like I could hide it. It wasn't. Well, it's white, isn't it? White pants? No, it were, they were gray pants. <laughs> and they weren't loose. They were very tight. And I had pee stains going from my crotch all the way to my ankles. To your socks? To my ankles, all oh, the way down. Oh, my gosh. And it was a lot of pee that came out. And I, hmm, I wish that I would have had everybody waiting for me to pee. <laughs> Because that would have been because less embarrassing than what actually happened. It would have been significantly less embarrassing <laughs> than 
uh, all the people that would have been waiting for me instead saw that I had. We're watching the pee run down your legs. Long streaks of pee <laughs> all the way down both of my legs. <laughs> well, I have a, I have a funny story that is similar to that in that I should have been potty trained, which I was potty trained at this point. I was probably about seven or eight. Um, and my mom was out of, well, she was like at dinner with her friends, which like really never happened. She was always at home for dinner cause she was always cooking. Mm -hmm. So it was like very weird that she was gone and it was me and my dad and my brother and my dad took us out to dinner and it was just a really fun night, whatever. And then he took us to Toys R Us, ripped to Toys R Us. Yeah, best. I only went like one time and it was the best thing. Ever we went, ever. we went, we went, but we went <laughs> this time and, um, we're walking around and if anyone knows me like well or worked with me at starbucks they know that i can i'm regular so <laughs> oh my gosh. so i um have just eaten and we're in toys r us the biggest store on planet earth next to sam's club and we walk in and immediately i'm like all right dad i gotta go to the bathroom can you help me find it which is what you that's like if you oh can hear gosh. the motorcycle revving up in the background, this happens every night. Yeah, we have a neighbor that loves his dirt bike and yeah. rides it in our <laughs> down the street. Anyway. Um, um, what were you saying? What was I saying? I was talking about Toys R Us. Uh, oh, you said I have to go to the bathroom when you walked in the door. Yeah. And then it, uh, to this day, I'm married I do to that. Emily. She's yeah. 25, yeah, 24. 24. And she still says that every time we walk into Target. Every mm -hmm. time we go to Starbucks, the first thing that comes out of her mouth is, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so she needs to get better at going to the restroom before we leave. Anyway. And I think a lot of people is that your to negative that, that withheld for today? No. Um, yeah, that's a thing about me for sure. Like I just, anyway, I was yeah. there. I walk in. I'm like, Dad, I got to go to the bathroom. Can we find one, please? He's like, yeah. Ask somebody. And they're like, oh, it's over there. Go to the wall and take a left. So I'm like, oh, the wall is six miles away, <laughs> so far away. And there's a point when you're walking when you have to go, number two, that it gets difficult. You cannot run and you cannot walk slow. You have to have the perfect balance of just walking at a great pace to where you get there on time, but you don't leak. So I walk. <laughs> leak. I walk and I'm not running. My dad is walking with me because he's got to take me because I'm like eight years old, you know. My brother's with us, I think, I guess. And we walk and we make it to the bathroom. Uh, 20 minutes later, we will make it to the bathroom. <laughs> and I walk in and there are two stalls. Of course, I go to the one that's farther away, the handicap stall, for some reason. Lock the door, put my bag, like little purse thing that I had, hooked it up. <laughs> And I poop my pants. <laughs> so immediately, immediately all over the floor, the messiest poop no. you've ever, ever seen. Like, in my pants. My pants were not down. I couldn't make it. But you did make it. I did make it. I could have, if I had gone to the first stall, I would have made it. If you wouldn't have hung your bag up. If you I would have, have yeah. I would have oh made it gosh. seconds later. I, yeah, I pooped my pants. And my mom's not with me. And my dad is not good. Just like me, he's kind of a baby. He like, I mean, any nobody would be good with poop. I mean, what do you do? How do you clean up your kid who just pooped themselves? And they don't wear a diaper. You know, I'm eight years old. And I'm wearing black velvet pants. 
And I had to walk out of the store smelling like poop <laughs> with poop stains on my face. Because <laughs> my dad was like, clean me up best he could. And he was like, we're going straight home. <laughs> and they tell this, like, we had to tell the people that there was poop in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so funny. I'm sweating. <laughs> God, that was a workout. I also have one just really short story that's just really funny. Okay. okay. When I was in second grade, I never had sleepovers because I was too anxious at the person's house. I would always make my parents come get me. So when I was in second grade, I had just moved to Georgia and my mom and dad were like, hey, this is a really good idea. Let's have someone spend the night at our house mm-hmm. so that you don't have to go home because you'll already be at home. So I'm like, oh, great idea. So I asked this girl, her name is, well, her name's Josie. You'll never, I don't even know where she Whoa, is right now. name drop. And so I have her over. She's a new friend. She lives in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And we're we're having a good night. We watch a movie, have some popcorn, eat some ice cream, go to bed, whatever. We're laying in bed. She's laying on the ground and I'm laying in my bed. And we're like kind of winding down. Girls like to talk when they're having a sleepover, you know, but we we're kind of done talking and she whispers to me. I don't even think you know this story. No. She whispers to me and she says, I really hope I don't wake you up with my animal noises in the middle of the night. I hope I don't wake you up with my animal noises in the middle of the night. And I was like, what? And she was like, sometimes I, when I'm having sleepovers, I'll whisper in the other, like in the person's ear, animal noises. What? What? I know. I don't even know. I mean, it's the craziest thing in existence. I cannot believe that it that she said that, right? Imagine That's, that being a quirk of you. Right. And this girl was quirky. I will say she was very, very quirky. So it doesn't surprise me that she said that. But also it surprises me because she said that. I cannot, like, who wants to wake up to someone making animal noises in their ear? So I went into my parents' bathroom. I'm like, mom, mom, mom. And she was like, Emily, just go in there. It's fine. Everything's fine. You're just about to go to sleep. So she's not going to wake you up with animal noises. That's crazy. And so I'm like, all right, let me just go to the bathroom first before. And she's like, yeah, okay. So I go into the, her bathroom and I make myself throw up. So, so my friend had to go No, away. you don't. Yeah. Because I was like that freak. You made yourself throw up. I made myself throw up. Like, like gagged yourself. Yes. So that, so that I could say, mom, I threw up. I need her to go home. <laughs> you. You are cra- who's crazier me <laughs> i don't know she seemed kind of crazy i mean i probably would have gagged myself too if i had a guy saying hey i'm gonna whisper <laughs> in <laughs> your ear in the middle of the night freak i know i was like okay well i can't move <laughs> <Bah. laughs> rough 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay <laughs> okay i'm done talking about so sick days weird. are you done yeah we you want to do with health Let's do with Elds. You want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Um, For my withheld, my positive withheld was, I'm also like really annoyed that this happened, but it's mainly I'm annoyed at myself. But you just now did the dishes for me. I heard you in there. And you did them for me at lunch. I came home from lunch today uh, at work. And the dishwasher was running, and I didn't empty the dishwasher. So I know that <laughs> Emily emptied it and loaded it and started it. And I walked in. I was like, oh, my gosh, Emily, I'm so sorry. I'm so annoying. I'm so terrible. I don't know why I'm so bad at doing the dishes. And, yeah, it was awful. 
go back to work, come back home. The dishes were done that were in the dishwasher. I walked right by it, sat on the couch. <laughs> you know, I put my clothes away, whatever. But I didn't do the dishes. And while I was doing whatever I was doing, I hear Emily clanking the dishes in there. She put the dishes away. And she just did it, served me, and did not. You didn't say a word about it. But I noticed. Thank you. And I'm, I feel terrible about it, but I'm so <laughs> thankful that you are such a great servant and you do that for me. Thank you. I love you. I love you. For my negative, um, with this whole coronavirus stuff going on and the fact that I'm still working, I would just like to say. I knew this was going to be your negative. I, this is what I said. I was like, I know what your negative withheld is going to be. Because I know, I know you're going to say this. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, say it. Tell Emily, the people. you had, you've been really egging me on, <laughs> nagging me about asking to work from home. And you've been not doing it very nicely either. I haven't. You're right. I'm sorry. And about so, that. yeah, I've just, I really haven't appreciated it. And yeah, it's not made me feel very good. I know. I, it's like a weird thing because it's like I know that you could work from home, but I also know that I'm not you and I wouldn't want to ask my boss either to work from home if like they didn't give me permission. I would want them to obviously say it first. And so it's like I'm annoyed because I don't want you to get sick or be exposed to that because I know you could work from home. No, well, I get it. I know. And so it's like it's annoying to me, but it's also like I also understand. I think that's why I've been doing it not so nicely because I'm like – I know that it's a lose-lose until somebody says something to you about it, you know? But I am really sorry. I have not been nice about it. Mm. And I knew that that was going to be your negative withheld because I know I've been really bad about it. Yeah. And I know it's been annoying you so much. Well, it's been like hurting my feelings. I know. I'm so. sorry. Okay. On to the positive. Butter me up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I have loved, been oh, absolutely loved that Emily... That you, Emily, have played been playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's like a huge. I wouldn't. I don't know if it'd be an affirmation, the word I would use, but I just really thoroughly enjoy you finding enjoyment out of playing a little video game. Even though I've never played Animal Crossing, haven't played our Animal Crossing. It is one hundred percent her game, and she's the only one that plays it. And I love it. It just makes me feel good. makes me happy. I'm really glad that you're kind of enjoying a big hobby I have that's playing video games. So it's been really fun. I liked it. I also have a little tiny one, too, to add a, a third. Thank you for doing the grocery shopping this morning and all the t every day, all the time, <laughs> every time you go grocery shopping. But I hate going grocery shopping, especially during this time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so... I'm really thankful that you wake up super early to beat the crowds and to just knock out grocery shopping. And it's been, I'm very thankful that you do that. I like doing it in the morning too. I would rather do it than, I, w I know we were going to go yesterday, but I was just like, it would be so much better tomorrow. So you're welcome because, and thank you to myself because mm -hmm. I'm glad I did it too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, mine are, first of all, my positive, which it. So when I broke Hayden's car last weekend, when I completely ruined it, I knew automatically I knew that it was going to be the butt of every joke because it's like, I know that I have like had so much car issue 
situations around mm-hmm. me. Like it's always my car that is messed up. Like my Altima was messed up. I had a bug before that that was messed up. It's just like I know mm-hmm. that it's crazy that everything that happens with my car is always to my car. But like, and I the the best part is I've never gotten into a car accident before like i've never had a car accident so i know i'm not a bad driver mm-hmm. but i know that it seems like i am and i knew that everybody was gonna be like oh it doesn't not drive blah, blah. and you did i will <laughs> say you did it's not my affirmation is not that you didn't make fun of me because you did but we were like going to run an errand after it had happened yeah, pick up some fritos yeah and i just busted out crying because i just knew that i had like ruined hayden's dream car and i felt so horrible and you just like affirm me so much like acknowledging that you knew that it wasn't my fault obviously but it like meant a lot that you because you could have easily just been like oh yeah i know it's okay but you were like very sweet to me and that was very nice i'm very thankful because i needed you i was okay to be the butt of every joke because i knew i was going to be but i needed that little moment of mm-hmm. <laughs> hope that i that you knew that it wasn't my fault <laughs> okay next the only bad thing I could even think about was that I had to do the dishes twice today and I didn't even like <laughs> it was funny because you affirmed me about it but it's like I honestly the only reason I did them just now was because I had to put your chili away and I needed something out of the oh, dishwasher yeah. so I was like I'll just do the di-. like it wasn't a big deal at all yeah. and I'm not it's not negative really because mm-hmm. I had the time to do it so I'm not really I'm yeah, not mad she at you. also when she says put my chili away she cooked an entire pot of chili for me to eat throughout the week for lunches that's how great Emily is. Okay. And We're so, not affirming and me. She cooked it and she she put it away in the fridge for me to make later. You're great. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. My last one for you. Yesterday, we had a really fun little date night mm-hmm. that I just enjoyed so much. And it meant so much to me that you wanted to watch The Greatest Showman as much as me. It's such a good movie. I mean, it, it is... You know, I liked the movie. It was def. It was top five decade of the decade movies mm-hmm. for me, uh, like twenty ten to twenty twenty. So beautifully and made. We watched it again yesterday, and I mean, it was. It's just such a great, amazing, movie. very well made. Yeah, so amazing. And I'm, you know, I want to thank you for being my wife. I guess because <laughs> I would never watch a movie like that. You know, if yeah. I, if you didn't make, if I didn't have somebody to make me. Right. You know, if somebody had been like, hey, Hayden, watch The Greatest Showman, I would have been like, yeah, shut up. I'm not watching <laughs> yeah, a, no. a musical. You yeah. Are you serious? But it is such a great movie. I yeah, I'm just, I was so happy that we did that because it was just so, I don't know, such a good night. I just it was, was a good night. really happy and I'm just thankful for all mm-hmm. this time we get to spend together watching movies. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I thought that my negative for this week would have been the fact that I wore my flip flops out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Hayden wore his flip-flops out he he was we were talking earlier this week about how he wears his flip-flops to make me mad and then yesterday I had to go pick up something from CVS and CVS you know you don't have to wear your best all right and so he comes out with shorts and his flip-flops yeah I said on. hold on I have to go change <laughs> yeah he's like oh I gotta go get my shoes comes out with flopping around in our living room with his flip-flops and I wouldn't let him pass the threshold of the door I was like no 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 i was like not letting him do it but then i ended up giving up because i was like it's not that big of a deal but you did you did it just to make me mad but then you continued by going out the door and into the cvs with your flip-flops yeah. on i mean you <laughs> i mean you I'm, committed i'm so glad i did it because that was one of the, like the best 
laugh fits. We had yeah, it was so funny. We just were was... both about to fall on the floor because we were laughing so hard that I walked out in my flip flops. Yeah. It's it's so fun to tease her though because she literally said a few weeks ago that she wouldn't have dated me. Did you say that you wouldn't have dated me if I was a flip flop guy? I mean, you probably wouldn't, honestly. I wouldn't have. So, if you hadn't, you know, shown improvement, yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not really a flip flop guy. I literally only wear them now because it to make me mad. Yeah. It doesn't even, but it doesn't make you mad. It you just I roll my eyes so hard. It's just and I'm so like, oh. funny, and you just laugh at me. You make fun of me for it. Anyway. Uh, that I think that wraps up. That's it. Episode That's seven. That's all we got. Yeah, so. Let us know like if you to, listen to it. Yeah, we'd like to thank you all for listening, the ones that do. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Hamilton Talk Podcast, Twitter, Hamilton Talk Pod. We're also on YouTube. Just search the Hamilton Talk Podcast on YouTube. Uh, we're also on whatever you're listening to. We're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any other podcast platform that you could want. And if there's one that you listen to that we're not on, let us know, and I'll do my best to make that happen. But with that being said, this was Hamilton Talk Episode 7. Thank you all for listening. Doodles.